Hi guys, I'm back. You know, I noticed that I'm always doing these recordings on my way to work. And I'm in the car. I think the car gives me a, a sense of peace and quiet. And it's like, I can really do some thinking and meditation in the car. So, let me let you know what's going on with me and being a caregiver. So... Monday was really stressful. It was a really stressful day. I came off of a pretty okay weekend. You know, the usual routine, taking care of, you know, everyone. Um, however, Monday, you know, this weekend, things started to break in the house. Okay, so that was very irritating. We didn't have hot water. I didn't have hot water, guys. And I was so frustrated. I was like, what? My mom, like, got the last bit of the hot water, you know, on Sunday. Like, she was the last person. We ever went to, y'all took the bath or showers or whatever. And my mom got the last of it. So, Monday, no hot water. I was frustrated, okay? So, anyways, not only that bathroom sink was leaking not only that the front bathroom toilet uh it's loose or something it's, it's loose i don't know I'm, I'm just praying poop don't start coming out of it That's, you know so yeah kind of started off a little little funky my morning because i was like oh okay so i have like a home warranty right so my water heater you know was covered plumbing is covered okay i just paid a little service fee and i'm good nope so i call my home warranty and they tell me that oh your water heater isn't one here all right so that ticked me off I was so upset, guys. I was literally, like, snapping. Like, with attitude snapping with these people. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Because the only reason why I got the home warranty is because I had to pay $1,600 out of my pocket for my a new water heater. And I was like, which, I was like, um, I don't want to have to do that, you know, every time. So, anyways... I was like, you know what? Cancel it. Because if you're not going to meet my need when I need it, it doesn't make no sense for me to be paying you almost $600 a year. Like, nope. Okay. So then I finally talked to a third person. She she made good sense. She had some good logic. And uh, basically she was like, hey. If I may so, if I if I may say so, I talk to customers every day, and our clients usually when they start picking, and it just sounds like to me that maybe when you started choosing what you wanted covered, you didn't put the water heater on there because you had just got it, and usually they come with a warranty, so it may be possible that you didn't put it on there. <laughs> Okay, good logic. You know, now one thing I am, I'm a type of person, if I'm wrong, I'm going to say I'm wrong. And if it makes sense, I'm going to say, you know what? Christy, take it down. You know, take it down a notch. 
and let's revisit this because you know someone is making sense all right let's go with that because it made sense and so I was like you know what okay so this is what I'm gonna do thank you for that you know bringing that uh, point up it makes sense that's probably the case I apologize you know but this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna call the plumber you know the company who installed it and if it's not under warranty or the base basically I was saying if I have to pay a lot out of my pocket I'm canceling this because I can keep that $600 and put it in my savings account and then when there's a rainy day I'll take it whatever bulk it is you know so I went with that logic and she was like okay well I won't you know deactivate it now okay fine call the company honey they're like okay the part is under warranty however the labor isn't so yeah i'm coming out of my pocket for 225 dollars and then he was like oh for the sink 289 because you have expensive faucets you have dale i mean delta excuse me you have delta faucets and i said okay and he was like, well, if you get, what, how can I say this? Um, simpler faucets, <laughs> then it'll be cheaper. And I was like, oh God. So if I go with the, 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 the simpler ones, then that, nothing is going to be matching. It's just going to be some old cheap, cheap ones on there, huh? So he was, I was like, well, that's okay. He was like, well, I'm going to tell you what I could do. If you go buy the faucets, I will come back independently and put these on for you for $140. And then I was like, you know what? Whatever. I, you know, I, I'm thinking now it may be more cost effective for me to go ahead and pay my hundred dollars for the plumber to come because I do have plumbing you know under that so anyway guys yeah 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 I keep going on about reliving this so anyways I'm out like three hundred and twenty three dollars not only that you know I have to um get my mom's furnace fixed which is three hundred and fifty dollars you know, and so I was just real. And then my mom, I, the doctor, oh God. So my mom has this cyst, you know, that deformed on, on her shoulder and it erupted and it was all of this stuff. I think it's a um, epidermod cyst or Sebascus uh, cyst. It's just when you have an abnormal oil gland, it, I guess it overproduces and um, it has a sac full of gook and dirt and all of that and so it erupted right they they gave us a antibiotic that was really like a just a topical so this thing got big and burst and gooey and it left a hole in her shoulder so i'm over here call. so guys that was frustrating too because i'm like i should just take her to the emergency room she didn't want to go to the emergency room and i'm like okay we're she was like we could just wait for the doctor because i, I that's something that can be done in the doctor's office but there was a miscommunication. So the triage nurse was like, hey, I said, look, we really need, I've been waiting for a couple of days now. I need to hear from the doctor. What are we going to do? And then I was like, y'all just going to 
have me end up taking her to the emergency room with something that can be handled in the office. And then she was like, oh, well, I think you may need to do that. And I was like, well, I don't really want to have to do that. So she took that conversation and told the doctor, oh, they're just going to go to the um, emergency room. No one ever called us to say, hey, the doctor, I mean, you know, nurse, uh, nurse practitioner, whoever, you know, okay. You, 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 did you take it to the emergency room or anything? I end up calling them back on Monday like, hey, I haven't heard from you guys. What's going on? My mom has a freaking hole in the shoulder. And she was like, oh, well, I communicated with the doctor that you were going to take her to the emergency room. I said, who told you that? I thought that was the conclusion we came to. I said that wasn't the conclusion that I came to. The conclusion you came to? I was like, you know what? Now I am going to have to take her to the emergency room. I said, better yet, let me talk to the doctor office. I don't want to put the doctor office on blast. But anyway, called the doctor office. And the nurse practitioner called me back. And she was like, you know what? It was miscommunicated. Because I thought that, you know, that it was communicated to y'all that, yeah, we agreed with you going to the emergency room. I said, uh, no. So, anyway, guys, I'm having to take my mom to the emergency room on tomorrow. I'm just frustrated, guys. I'm frustrated. I'm tired. Oh, you know, I just really feel like I'm kind of over it. You know, and then because I, I still have to do my job. And, you know, I'm having to take mom to therapy now, like, on Tuesday and Thursdays. Because, well, her provider is going to help, but... I have to do like Tuesdays and it's just me running back and forth. You know, I got to go to work on the north side of town. Then I have to come back to the south side and then I have to go do this and I have to go through that and I have to give it up. You know, good Lord. It's just, it's a never ending story and I'm kind of tired. And you know, I had this patient, I was talking to her and so, you know, I only tell people certain you know things that I you know at certain times about my life because of course we don't want to have some transference going on right and no counter transference you know going on between you know uh professionals and patients so anyway I decided to share that you know my mom had this disease and she went through this and we've been going through this for two and a half years and it was very traumatic you know in the beginning but we kind of leveled out and my patient goes, and you know what? Oh, my God, I'm going to pray for you. I thought that you, you know, I see you and I say, look at her. She has no care in the world. She gets to do whatever she wants to do. She walk around with a smile and helping us and talking to us. And she has, you know, no worries. And look at she, and then she says, she's, you know, she just prance around. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, prancing, all right. So um, I was like, yeah. And she was like, I wouldn't have never known. I thought you had a carefree life. I thought you were able to do whatever you want to. And I'm like, yeah. And this is why we don't judge a book by its cover. Because we never know, you know, uh, we never know individual struggles. We never know what they have to deal with, what, what's going on, what's what's keeping them up at night, what's making them cry in the morning, or, you know, we, we, we never know. Like, the struggle is so real, and being a caregiver is more than I ever thought I would, I would be, you know, 
And I tell my patients that, you know, they tell me, you don't know how it feel to be on this machine. You don't know how it feel, you know, to wake up every other day and be on this machine for four hours. And they're absolutely right. I, I don't. But I be saying to myself, you don't know what it feels like <laughs> to have to take care of somebody that can't take care of themselves, who have to work. Okay, and who also has a child, and who has to take care of this, like three people, and who has a house, and have responsibility. I'm like, hey, 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 let's not go, go, go throwing that out, you know. But instead of doing that, I try to get them to see that yes, your struggle is real. What you're going through, your life change is significant, and it means something. And it, you know, no one can tell you how you should feel. No one should tell you or can tell you how you shouldn't feel and what you should care about and what you shouldn't care about or how it's affecting you. You know, and I really do believe that. But I also have to say to these patients that you know, life continues to go on if you want it to. You know, I always allow my patients to have self-determination and let them know that that's always going to be up to them. But when we try to rise above things and try to get out of, um, of a mindset of like depression or anxiety and stressfulness, I think we do have to look at bigger pictures and sometimes I know it's very hard so I try to make that very real you know because I know I'm like what I'm going through right it's hard to look at the the bright side of things when things ain't right I get it you know (laughs) I get it so I allow my patients to you know vent and, and have those days because I have them and they think that just because I walk around with a smile and you know I'm oh I'm getting emotional Okay, sorry. Because I walk around with a smile and I'm trying to uplift them. And sometimes uplifting them uplifts me and they don't get it. But that's okay because it's not for them to get, right? Not for them to get how, you know, it helps me sometimes to to laugh and to smile. And, you know, even despite what I'm going through. But it is so hard, guys. It is really hard. I just pray that my mom can walk. If we could just get her. And I'm not even talking about skipping, walking, like, you know, jiving down the street. I'm talking about with a walker. Okay? If we could just, you know, now, you know, we take for granted so many things and walking is one of them. And I just pray. That's my daily prayer that my mom could just walk with a walker. If we can get balanced. Because it is so hard, guys. And I am, I am at a point of. Of I'm just feeling like I just I don't know what else to do I just you know I told my boyfriend the other day I was like Monday because I was feeling crazy I was like look you know what I'm tired I'm ready for I'm ready to be taken care of okay I'm ready to be taken care of and you know I have to look at the fact that you know I come with a lot and a man has to like he said, you know, he has to uh he has to not just take care of me. Well, first of all, if you ever talked to me, you know, he knew you know, my daughter was 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 a package deal, baby. You take care of me, you take care of her. 
you know, they, they, they ain't no figuring that out. And, um, so, but my mom, you know, came along and, and it's not like I can just not have my mom there and take care of my mom. That's my mom. Like that's going to come before, you know, anybody as far as if you don't want to, you you, you got to figure out what your life is like, right? You got to figure out if that's what you want in your life. So, but I was telling my friends, I was like, oh, I need a sugar daddy right now. I just want somebody to take care of me because I'm so tired of taking care of I'm so tired of taking care of everybody. It's just, it's crazy. I'm tired. I'm over it. It's three years almost now. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. So... Anyway, guys, I done made it to work. Let me get out this car and uh, figure out my life here at work. And I'll touch base with you guys again. All right. Have a have a blessed one. I know it's been a minute since I've been on. And as you all know. It's just a lot. It's always going on in my life. Uh, lately, as you um, can tell, it's 3 a.m. in the morning, Central Standard Time. And I'm up. can't go back to sleep I've said prayers I am just heavy with thought so anyways basically what have I been doing um I went back to school um, so I'm finishing up prereqs for a nursing. Um, but I'm still suffering from caregiver burnout. Um, my mom is back on chemo, the pill form, and I really hate this stuff. I know she hates it more than I do because she describes it as burning her inside. Um, again, just a refresh as a refresher. My mom suffers from von Hippel-Landau disease. She's had several brain surgeries. Still have uh, tumors in, in her brain. Um, they have decided to put her back on chemo. She was on chemo last year. So her tumor that sits near her brain stem has grown. Uh, since the last time last year, he said it had grown. He meaning her doctor. It had grown 10%. So he suggested that we get back on the pill form of chemo 
this chemo absolutely sucks. Um, side effects, incontinence. Incontinence, okay? Like, full-blown, don't know that you're having bowel movements on yourself. Don't know that you're peeing on yourself. Peeing multiple times a day. Hey, I know peeing is good. It takes the waste out of your body. The waste that, you know, you're getting, you're putting in your body from this freaking chemo needs to come out as much as possible. That's the way I look at the, you know, the fact that when I read up on it, it said drink plenty of water, you know, with this medicine because I know that's a form of helping it flush out your system but you know my thoughts are like chemo you it's poison like it's poison you're trying to cure one thing fix one thing okay and it's causing all kind of other problems it just sucks i mean i see it so much in patients but you know i'm bearing witness up close and personal with my own mom. I feel sorry for her. You know. Shoot. Sometimes I even feel sorry for myself. I don't know. Anywho. Um, how am I burnt out right now? Well. Due to these side effects. And you know I noticed. Last time her hair wasn't coming out but it's coming out now he the doctor he said don't do three you know because of the diarrhea because he was like you know what are the worst symptoms that uh when you took it last time that that you had that you absolutely don't want and we said together diarrhea right so he cut it down to two tablets a day we were going good, you know, for a minute. She's been taking it now. Um, let's make the second month. We were doing good, you know. We just had just a urine, just urinating on herself, not knowing, frustrating her, you know. And I, and you know, this was the thing I said last month. I said, "What's well, shoot, mom? We need to thank God that we ain't dealing with feces, boo-booing everywhere." You know, I'd rather deal with pee any time of the day. And it's strong because of the medicine. It has a scent. But guess what? Now we're dealing with the boo-boo. And man, when I tell you it's diarrhea everywhere. And, uh, you know, I do this by myself. So... You know, I mean, um, my mom has a provider, but as you all know, she only works eight hours a day. So after that, it's me. Now, my daughter is 11 years old. She's actually trying to help, which is a blessing. But of course, you know, like, that's not what I want to put on her, right? Like, but, uh, when she gets out of school, she's here and I'm, um, 
you know, still like an hour from getting off work. So, I get a call the other day. My daughter is screaming. I'm like, what? What are you screaming about? Okay, guys, I also know that I am dealing with an 11-year-old that's turning 12. Hormonal. Oh, my gosh. I am literally going through it right now. Okay, because she's about to start her menses. And uh, we went to her annual checkup, and her doctor's like, yeah. It's coming around the corner. So you're going to see these different little changes. <laughs> I am being patient. Okay, guys. I'm trying my best to be patient. And I know I digressed. But, ooh, the attitude. I'm like, really? Can you can you still know that you're, you're talking to your mother? Change your facial expression. Lower your tone. Who are you yelling at? Yes, that's what I'm dealing with. The problems of a preteen, a sick mother, working, going to school. I don't know who I think I am. Uh, I'm definitely not super one woman or Wonder Woman at that. I, but um, you know, I'm just doing doing as much as I can, and um, definitely doing what God allows because. I'm still here. Um, anyway, getting back to my mom. So my daughter is helping, but she 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 panics. Um, the other day, calling, screaming. Oh my goodness! Wait, Mimi! Wait, Mimi! That's what she calls her grandmother. Anyway, uh, and I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? She's like, Mimi, I'm trying to talk to mom. I'm trying. I was like, hold up! Stop yelling at my mom. Any and everybody knows, like, I'm very protective of her. And, like, still, you know, I just believe in that old, like, you need to lower your voice when you're talking to your elders. Be respectful. You can say, Mimi, would you please hold You know, it's a way you can do it. So, anyway, explain that to her. Stop yelling. Tell me what's going on. So, my mother has an accident. Accident meaning diarrhea is everywhere. My daughter tried to help her on the toilet, but... I mean, they made it. Look, you know, it is everywhere on the bedside commode. So, I say I'm on my way. So, I leave work. Thank God I was at the clinic closest to the house. So, you know, it still took me about 20 minutes, guys, to get there because traffic. Because I left about 5. Um. So, anyways, I get... I get home and it's everywhere. So, I'll be get that cleaned up. You know what else? I've been having migraines. Well, you know what? Scratch that. I've been having tension headaches. If y'all remember, like last year, I suffered from hives due to stress. All over my body, broke out in hives, freaked out, didn't know what it was. <sighs> Very painful. And now I'm dealing with tension headaches. Now, I was a little afraid when this happened to me like a, a weekend ago. I'm talking about couldn't do anything. Strictly immobile. 
you hear me? Like, the pain, never had that before. It was actually shooting on one side of my head, the right back side of my head. So, you know, I'm Googling up a storm, like, what the heck? And it comes up to find out it's a tension headache. And actually, your the muscles in your in your head actually contracts. So that's that's that shooting pain. Um I had to have a muscle relaxer, okay? Cause they, and it was so interesting that this medicine that they discontinued, I'm not lying. For my mom, we had some and I took one because I was going crazy. My mom's like, you probably need to go. You need to go to the emergency room. And I'm like, I've taken this muscle relaxer. And I've taken Excedrin. Okay. That's the only thing that helped me. Like, I I had a headache that Saturday night. Well, throughout the Saturday, it was just a little bit, right? got intensified at night woke me up out my sleep around 6 30 i couldn't do anything that whole day crazy so anyways i'm suffering from these tension headaches i have one now i had one before i went to bed so the problem guys is that not only are we dealing with these side effects of incontinence Guess what? We're on that cycle again of waking up in the middle of the night. Hence why I'm talking to you now. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I just went to sleep like 10.30. Between 10.30 and 11 o'clock. Okay. Taking medicine because my head was hurting. Now I'm up. Woke up around 2, 2.30 something. Because my mom had to pee. But guess what? She had already peed on herself. Put her on the bedside commode. She's still peeing. So you all know that we're running through pull-ups like it's crazy. Okay? Which are not cheap. So I know it's nothing she can do about it. Don't even blame her. But I am also suffering because I'm up for the life of me. Once I wake up, I do not understand why I just can't go back to sleep. That is ticking me off. Like, I'm like, really? And I'm like, come on, Lord, just put the sleep on me. But it's not happening. So I, when I finally go back to sleep, of course, guess what? I have to get up at 630 I have to get ready for work. I have to get the little girl ready for school. So, total, total sleep for the day, night, about four hours. <sighs> Way less than I need. So, I don't know what I'm going to do. I definitely need like to win the lottery but like one of my best friends says uh to win the lottery you actually have to play the lottery 
I think I'm going to go pet Powerball or something. Mega Millions, whatever is out here, I don't know. Yeah, that lets y'all know that I <laughs> don't know anything about it. But I'm going to find out because some got to give. I need to, look, I said I need to play the lottery and win. Somebody gift me. <laughs> a million, half a million, don't matter. Or I need to marry a millionaire. Some need to get. I'm going to have to redo my budget. Okay. And I'm thinking next year, I'm going to have to hire someone. Or guess what? Uh, I'm not going to be looking like I'm 30 or 29 like these people at school think I am. I'm going to be looking at my age. With what I'm going through, I know it ain't nothing but the grace of God that I look uh, 10 years younger than I am. Okay, guys, remember, I'm now 41. (sighs) I don't know. I haven't been working out, okay? I start and I stop. I start and I stop. On top of that, I'm probably, no, it's no probably. I'm definitely not eating (sighs) healthier, like, or as healthy as I would eat or should be eating. I don't know. (laughs) It is so difficult. Tired. Tired. So tired. But, uh, but, you know, I'm still just hanging in. I'm hanging in. And tonight is one of those nights where it's rainy. And I still can't go to sleep. You know when it's raining, the only thing you want to do is be in the house and sleep. It's not happening for me. And I'm just praying, guys. That I don't get the hives along with the tension headache. Wouldn't it be checked up? So, what I've decided to do is to go to PCP, explain my life. Actually, you know, I'm going to go. I'm really thinking about going to the doctor. PCP, she's a family practitioner that had helped me with my hospice, right? Gonna go to her. I'm thinking about going to her. Thing about it, she has so many patients. I just don't know if she really have time. Um, anyways, and I'll say that because she's familiar with me and she knows what I'm going through as far as my mother. So I think, like, since she knows me, that would be um, a good PCP. Anyway, I'm I'm thinking on that. Um Man, self care is so hard. So like I said, hopefully next year I will do my budget. Uh by the end of this year I have a new budget. So guess what I can do? Try to fit in extra dollars to get help on the weekend. You know, 
I mean, we all know that sitting care for children and the elderly or seniors, because my mom is a senior, um, is definitely not cheap. Um, so let me tell you this. So, like, um, the guy I'm dating would like for me to go on a trip, just a weekend getaway. He's going to, you know, his alumni um, annual reunion or whatever. And he's like, this would be a good, you know, good time for you to get away. I agree, right? But I can't go anywhere because what? I have no one to watch my mom. Like... I would love to go. And you know what? I'm not going to even participate in any of those functions. I just want to go. Just let me stay in the hotel. You do you. Let me do me. You go. Have your fun. And I will sit and be in this hotel by myself. Not bothered. Okay? That's what I would like to do. So... I contact my mom's, one of my mom's old providers who would usually come and, um, help. And I ain't heard from her. <laughs> I haven't, actually, I haven't talked to her in a year, you know. And then, so I sent her this text last night. I'm like, I know, I hope all is well. I know we haven't spoken in a minute. I'm wondering, are you still doing sitting? And then I hit, you know, her with, I want to know if you're available this weekend. <laughs> I know it's last minute. So anyway, uh, I haven't heard back. So that may be a, a no. And if so, that's fine because I can't expect, you know, <laughs> just come at the blue from a year ago and say, hey, are you available like tomorrow? But anyways, it was worth a try. And you know what? Let me say this. I go on um, care.com, elderly.com, and I did not know that I had to pay a membership to, you know, get someone to hire. Now, I did care.com for my aunt because she's a nanny. And it's free for people who are looking for a job, but it's not free for people who are looking for people to hire. Okay? So, I was like, what? I'm not about that. It's not in the budget for me to pay you. But then, I'm going to tell you, I was thinking, man, it may be in your budget. You're going to have to put that in your budget at least for a month. Get them that little $20 and try to find you some good help. But, I don't know. You would think, me being a social worker, that I would know people. (laughs) You would think, oh, you know what? I actually do. But, it was a, there was a CNA that worked with me at my hospice. I could ask her. But, you know what? She was a little... 
you know, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> Let me not say that, but I don't know. I do not know about that. Anyway, I mean, I need to go down that lane and I don't know. So, again, you would think that a social worker would know, right? You would think, well, guess what? I'm I'm failing in that department. So, um, what else? You know what? This is kind of therapeutic because... I was getting a slight headache and me actually venting all of this is kind of helping, even though I'm still not asleep. Um, you know, I'm always at work and people are always coming to, to me to talk, right? And uh, one of my coworkers say, you know, you are my social worker. I said, I know. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I know. And then I tell her, well, you know, I need a social worker too. <laughs> You know, so, uh, yeah, social workers need social workers. Um, I definitely do need to probably bit more, um, get some of this stress off me. I know these headaches make me want to cry. Well, Sunday it brought tears to my eyes, so if I wanted to or not, it was uncontrollable, okay? Um, but I want to cry, but I don't have the energy to, which is kind of strange because crying is a form of coping, right? It's actually one of our number one coping mechanisms and I just don't feel like doing it because I'm that tired. I'm too tired to cry. Mm. Anyways. <sighs> Guys, I definitely have a lot on my plate. Uh, on top of that, I need to study. Because when I was in class today, I had a massive headache trying to figure out these freaking slides in lab. You know, I do have a good professor. And I, listen, he said, I'm here. You're paying me, so use me. So guess what? I'm getting my money worth because I'm I'm like, hey, 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 Dr. Sin, huh? Dr. Sin, uh, Dr. Sin. Excuse me, Dr. Sin. <laughs> oh, I know that man probably tired of me. Well, one of my classmates, she's like, no, he's probably tired of me because I actually ask questions in class and I email him. <laughs> she said, so once you ask him some, I said, I don't want to burn, burn my, you know, burn, uh, burn my bridges with him. But anyways, the point is I had a headache then. It was just any, seem like any little thing that stresses me out brings on a headache. And you know, like. I'm, you know, I'm telling my daughter, I'm telling everyone, listen, I'm very sensitive, so let's not irritate me, let's not stress me out, like I'm telling my daughter that, I'm telling <laughs> my coworkers, like, oh my God, like this week, just been one of those weeks, but last week was too, so it's like no escape, you know, I have no escape. 
I'm still believing that something has to give. Oh, man. I need Jesus. I have Jesus, but I think something's going to have to give because I do feel like, like I started back, you know, reading and stuff. Like, I pray, right? Excuse me, the yarn is there, but the sleep isn't. But I pray every day. But I don't read every day. Like, so my quality time with God is very low. But I started back, right? And I was on the road. I was fasting. And now I'm slowing back. I'm slowly going back to not doing that. Which is frustrating, too. But I do talk to myself. And I talk to to to, to the Lord. Like, you know, Lord, there's a lot going on here. I do pray, hope, and, you know, that you understand, which I do feel like he does. But something, I got to get some type of organization in my life, guys. And it's, I know it is hard to have that organization and to, to balance out all these things and make it work. I mean, I'm doing the best that I can. Um, and um, keeping my head above water. But trust me, it is right in my neck. Okay? The water's in my neck. Um... I mean, I know you all hear the frustration in my voice. And uh, I'm just here. I'm just, you know, I am just living right now. Like, I know we're all living, but like, I'm just existing and going through the motion of everyday life. Like, this is my everyday life. This is what I have to do. These are mandatory. Like, this this is not if I want to or not, right? This is what I have to do. And um, it is a lot. I know some people might be thinking, why did you decide to go back to school? Because you know what? If I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life, I need some money to be able to take care of myself and my mom, like, and what I'm getting now isn't sufficient. I mean, not for long-term purposes. And, um, you know, I'm thankful that I have a job, but I definitely need a better one. So, it looks like, guys, I'm like 30 minutes in. Um, So... I'll just probably end here because I think I've been able to kind of give you the rundown of what's been going on in my life since, I mean, I think the last time I did an episode was like five months ago. Trust me, it's not because nothing has been going on. A lot has have been going on. I just haven't had the time or thought about it or wanted to I guess um but I did tonight I don't want to go to work tomorrow I really don't want to go to work tomorrow but the but the um other thing about it is I think I've said this in the past so I'm still on that like I don't want to stay at home either. I feel so 
guilty sometimes because I don't want to come home. You know, and it's nobody's fault here. But I don't be wanting to come home. I just, you know, because home means more work. More things that I have to do. So, I hate that. Like, now I'm tearing up, really. But, you know, that saddens me that I don't be wanting to come home. Uh, so, anyways. I think I'm done. And again, I think this has helped me. Hopefully, I can go back to sleep because literally, I only have, what, probably three more hours before it's time for me to get up. So, what am I going to do? I don't want to turn the television on. I think I'm just going to, you know, lie here and... Is it lie or lay? Hmm. I don't know. I can't think right now. I think it's like laying down or lie. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that because that's probably going to give me a headache. And as I said, I'm very sensitive and prone <laughs> to headaches. So I try to steer away from any unnecessary stress. And it would be very unnecessary for me to debate that right now in my brain. Okay. So, I'm going to leave now and say goodbye. But, hopefully it won't take me another five months to say anything. I don't even know if people are out there even listening. But anyway, if you are, I hope that I'm relating to and also helping someone know that's going through the same thing that they are definitely not alone they're definitely not alone in this and caregiver burnout is real i know because i'm going through it and um trust me once i get out of school i'm gonna do so much about self-care that people are gonna get tired of me but i am going to definitely preach teach self-care um and i have to find ways uh to help others that are suffering from caregiver burnout i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it because it's real and it causes other health problems and people who are just trying to be helpful and love their their loved ones and help them live the and have the best quality of life that they can have so it's, it affects both the caregiver and the the loved one so as always be blessed let's stay prayed up and I'll hopefully talk to you guys soon. Good night.